And in return, I'm going to spend three hours reading a book wrapped in a blanket with the heater on <laughs> in the corner and not see another human soul, right? So challenge yourself, reward yourself because it is something you need to do. And um, it's you know, super valuable. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the PyBytes podcast. Here's Bob Beldebos, and I'm here with... Julian, how's it going, man? Yeah, awesome. I have too much caffeine in my system. So I'm <laughs> excuse me if I'm I'm rattling today or <laughs> I just You're energized. on fire. You're yeah. on fire this morning. Your messages you were running all over the place. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I like the <laughs> I like the energy. Um yeah, so all good? All all is good. I am well actually this is the first time I think you and I are recording. We always say this after a, a lot of a string of guests, but what a month? It's been a month. Maybe. Yeah, we had Jim, Blaze, Cassandra. Cassandra oh, was that yeah. was that all in between? Wow, 104, yeah. 105, 106, and 107. The mm. comeback. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were together on the Blaze episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, we love we love our guests, but you know, it's still nice just to be the two. I, I yeah. miss it when it's just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's getting less regular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. But anyway, we want to keep it uh, pretty tight today. So yeah, um, I got a lot of things to run through. So let's go through wins. You, you first. Okay, the wins. Um, wins, wins. Uh, basketball. My son is playing um, in a club since a year, mm. and uh, we have games and stuff. And I'm just noticing how great that is for him. Uh, I played myself. Um, 11 to 16 so he, he beat me because he's nine so he's already playing and just the the team contacts right collaborating and uh yeah also doing real games so winning um bit of competition element um it's just and the sports right the physical movement so it's just very positive and That's i cool. much enjoy it and last saturday they won the game by one point and it Ooh. was i think we as parents we're more nervous at the end uh, how how equalized it was than than the actual kids. So it was it was wow. really fun. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> nice work. That's yeah. very very cool. Give him a high five for me. I will do that. Yeah. That's what awesome. about you? Um, personal win. Well, I, I could say family stuff, but I'm going to be really selfish. <laughs> really selfish today. So I mentioned in the last episode that I just got back from some travel, and uh, one thing I didn't mention is that. Um, while I was uh, walking the streets of Tokyo, I stumbled upon a Pokemon center. So for those of you listening and watching, I am a big fan of Pokemon, a big fan of Nintendo in general. So uh, to see one of those was just mind blowing to me. And so I came back when the shop was open and went inside and spent way too much money, bought stuff for the family, for myself. So, you know, for those of you watching on YouTube, I got this cool Gengar plush toy and i got this awesome uh coaster with charizard on it but it says lizardon because that's like the japanese name anyway i'm gonna nerd it up more than python but it was it was really cool so that's, that's so cool nerdy bit of a dream and uh 
bit jealous you got to go to Tokyo. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so amazing. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. Nice. Uh, but as a as a combined win, I just wanted to share with everyone um, watching and listening. We just a also we we're coaches, right? With PDM, with our client client program and everything, and yes. Everyone has wins in the program. It's awesome to see that stuff. It's just we want to be able to share those because we're like proud parents. When we see the clients, um, our clients achieving things, we, we're we super proud. So a win for us this week was seeing uh, one of the guys, Michael, make his first pull request on an open source repo, and it was massive, and he was super proud. Do you want to, do you want to elaborate, Bob, or is that enough? I think that's enough. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, a scary thing to do, um, and seeing somebody growing with us through PDM and building the skills and the confidence, and then be able to do it, and really have a thoughtful discussion about it, um, and seeing how much then um, he learned from it, right? And mm. yeah, it's uh, because there was typing involved, and yeah, a lot a lot of stuff, and uh, it was really cool. It's 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 really yeah fills us with joy seeing that and uh yeah something i think he thought was not possible yet he's doing it now so that's awesome yeah that, that fills me with a lot of pride so i'm very happy mm. um all right so look we've got a lot to run through so let's yeah. dive straight in this this episode we're talking about what tips for people breaking into this industry right yes and i want to quote a tweet we were pinged on um in very good company. I'll, I'll expand on that. Uh, so let yeah. me read the tweet. So it's from PyMote underscore dev. Uh, well, that's the name. The handle is at PyMote D. In eighth habit, Covey say, to have a quantum improvement, we have to work on paradigm, not practices, attitudes, which will give us linear improvement. At PyBytes, at Uncle Bob Martin, at Discrollis, and others, please, what is your advice for a beginner in the industry? Follow-up tweet. The paradigm uh, means assumption, theory, and perception. What are the paradigm or paradigms to believe and not believe in software craftsmanship industry? So first of all, we're honored to be in the company of uh, Un- Uncle Bob and Mike Driscoll. <laughs> uh, and secondly, that was, a, that was a bloody mouthful to read, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Did I do well? You, you did well. You did well. Okay. It's, okay. it's okay. Uh, yeah, Mike. Mike uh, Driscoll, you had on the podcast as well, so that was that was nice. And uh, yeah, we um, we could just have jumped in with an answer, but actually, we promised. Let's think about it a little bit more and uh, put some effort in it. And uh, yeah, we decided to do a podcast. So here, here yeah. we are. Yeah. So Pymo Dev, this is for you, uh, responding to your your request for some tips so bob i'm um i'm going to kick it off if you don't yep. mind we yeah. got eight right so we can we just got eight tips so we'll, we'll try and split it, it for yeah. each we might just bleed into each other who knows who knows yeah. how this will go well, all right the first so one, one is uh, close to your heart <laughs> <laughs> the first so one nice one. Jab. that's why i said i'll go first uh number one is communication so communication is everything i mean everything um your code also works as communication right so the clearer your code 
the uh, notes that you have in the code, like the comments and everything like that. That's a form of communication. Uh, but don't forget the communication skills of actually working with your stakeholders, right? You have to be able to speak with your manager, with your teammates, with the people that you're building for, the teams, whoever it happens to be. Uh, and communication is everything. Uh, if you cannot communicate your ideas, if you cannot communicate what you want, what you need, deadlines, extensions, whatever it is, uh, even roadblocks and complications, then you won't find yourself being very successful. And people might actually think you're uh, being a blocker yourself. Uh, so when you can communicate well, you will find that success. And I'll stop at that one. Yeah. Well, that's over communicating. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. I think we can leave it to that. Uh, just that, yeah, um, cannot be um, stated enough. Like it's not mm. only, only about the tech skills. Um, code is communication to your future self, to your team, but also the whole process before getting to the code, the requirements, the design. There's a lot of communication um, going on there. And the better you understand other people <clears throat> and can uh, communicate your vision, yeah, the better that will ripple through in the software. Yep. All right. Number two, go for it. Number two, deliberate practice, code every day, drop tutorial paralysis, learn to be resourceful and adopt JIT learning. So a whole mouthful, but we've talked about this a lot. Uh, I think our second episode was already about tutorial paralysis. But yeah, coding is such a practical craft that you need to really hone those skills. And the only way you can really get uh, very good at it, reach mastery, is to code every day. Um, but not just code for the sake of coding, right? Seek more advanced goals as you go. Um, so move that that skill. Um, yeah. So be very deliberate about what you do. And um, yeah, ditch the books. Nice. Be resourceful. Know how to find the answers. Even how to ask the right questions, right? And JIT learning. We also spoke about that a lot. Just-in-time learning. So again, ditch the books and all those resources. Use them. As stuff comes up, mm. use them like we used to use uh, encyclopedias back in the day. Mm. Seek out the thing you need, get it, use it, put it back on the shelf. Yeah, I like it. Okay, okay. I'll leave it at that. Number number yep. three, number three, uh, adopt a growth mindset. You know, so that, that's a big one. It yeah, mindset related. Uh, it's a big one because you know as you break into this field, into this industry, you're going to hit roadblock after roadblock. And it may not even be code related. It may be process related. It could be team related, whatever it is. It's really important to have a growth mindset, you know, as approach every situation from a perspective of growth. So learn from your mistakes. Don't just sit there and beat yourself up or think that you're the worst or that you're you're terrible. Look at it as an opportunity to learn, you know, embrace that imposter syndrome. So whenever you're feeling fearful that you're taking a big step, that this is something scary, realize as uh, one of those quotes that I, I like from LeVar Burton, fear is just excitement waiting to come out, you know, nice. so embrace it embrace it and jump into it because that's when the growth happens and uh yeah this this applies to all aspects of um you know i just want to say your career in general uh because obviously you'll have things like uh code reviews that go don't go to plan whatever it is that's fine uh but then you'll have things like say being passed up for promotion or just maybe being left out of a conversation or something you'll have to navigate that's not necessarily coding related. So it is important to have this mindset across everything that you do. 
Mm. The obstacle is the way, right? Like uh, Ryan mm. Holiday's book. Also yeah. like uh, 177, I will link it below. The tips for, uh, you know, basically that book is is awesome. And it, it, it just talks about, yeah, expect things to go wrong, to be tough. And how do you deal with it, right? Like you can complain, whine about it. Or as Jim Rohn says, you can don't wish it was easier, but wish you were better, right? Mm, and uh, exactly. I think you hit that on all levels. So it's, uh, the sooner you can adapt to that mindset, the better. Yeah. All right, right, cool. Take the next two. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Number four, be a generalist. Specialize, um, especially when you start out. Uh, Later, you can specialize uh, in certain things. But first, you want to get an overview, right? So if you, as these tips are for starting out in the industry, I think it's really good, especially when you start out in your younger years, to take in a lot of different uh, skills uh, to develop kind of that well-rounded profile. So if I think if we look back at our careers, right, like in the sun days and when we were starting out, we were we were just get on everything, right? Like mm-hmm. like shell scripting, PHP, web development, web design, uh, Unix, you name it, right? We would soak it all. We were like sponges, right? Um, and then later on, you kind of um, you niche down, and, and now we're into coaching, right? And and Python, so that that's pretty specific. Um, but yeah, I think that that wide orientation uh, really gave us a lot of good experience. And also we got clarity on what we really wanted. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and in that sense, I still have to read it, but I heard a lot of good about the book Range by Epstein, I think. Um, okay. And that's all about why generalists succeed and why specialists uh, might be too narrow in their focus. Um, but yeah, well, we can do an episode on that when I've read it. Um, but yeah, uh, that book comes to mind when we talk about generalists. Nice. Makes sense? Yeah, get it. That's good. Nice. Right. Uh, gen- uh, do you have generally. similar experience in, in your early days that you would just take on more things than now where it's now more narrow? Yeah, you know, especially when I was younger. Um, I'm still pretty young, but... <laughs> When I was younger, um, you don't quite know what it is that you want, you know, so you just, like you said, you're like a sponge, you're just trying to find your way, find out what you like. Um, And for me, it very quickly became a troubleshooting thing. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even mind if it was on hardware, software, whatever. And then slowly, I started niching down, as you said, you know, as we discovered Python, I'd already tinkered with um, C++ and Oh, God, I can't remember the the other one. Was it Tickle? No, I, I, TCL? Is that one? Mm, could be. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Tickle. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, you know, I remember playing with these things and go, yeah, you know, it is. But then Python clicked, and that's mm. when I decided to uh, niche down on that with you and, and really enjoyed it. So, yeah, and then, again, when we started with Python, cast the net open. There's so many bits and pieces with Python. I remember I was looking at um, – flask and open cv and uh you know just command line stuff whatever whatever else and you know we landed where we landed so mm, yeah awesome go. all right all right go number five number five focus on the compound movements um certain language constructs testing refactoring software design over shiny new objects um so that's a bit counter to number four right being a generalist uh, but once you start to niche down, I think um, the best bang for your buck is those compound skills, right? And um, I think every developer, we wrote about it a few weeks ago, shiny new object, new framework comes around, we need to see it, new tech skills, 
it's it's a fast moving target, right? So it's very easy to get distracted with all these uh, new shiny objects. Uh, but to be successful as a developer, and we we have distilled this in our flashcards, right? It's a, a set of ten to fifty. You can count them on two hands, right? The the core mm-hmm. skills you really want to invest in, um, and yeah, just keeping that focus on those compound skills. So again, uh, testing, refactoring software design um, if you're in python of course the, the standard library the built-ins um yeah that that's really important and that's where we see people get very distracted and again that's that tutorial paralysis as well um but yeah just keep in mind the compound movements like fitness do those squats and bench presses and that's probably going to get you the most results mm. love it awesome and we'll link those flashcards in the, the show notes so you can see mm. what those are um okay number six i really wanted to take this one that's why i asked you to do two in a row <laughs> skip it <laughs> uh, so know the business domain that you are in um you know i like this this quote that you wrote down bob code does not live in a vacuum it solves a real world problem that's mm. um a quote from my dear friend Bob Belderbos. um he's a nice guy nice guy sometimes uh but <laughs> No, the, the Thanks, reality bro. is, yeah, you're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. The The reality, though, is that when you're coding, you're coding for a specific team, a specific organization, company um, in a specific industry, right? You could be a, code, a coder for a marketing department. You could be a coder for human resources, for, you know, some deep software stack for DevOps, you know, just throwing out these buzzwords now, but um, the reality is you're coding for someone, you're coding for something, and it's really important that you understand that industry. So the perfect example for me is if you're coding for, say, uh, a marketing team or a marketing organization or company, you really want to understand what that team's vision is. You want to understand what their clients are like, uh, what that team wants. You know, don't just build in a vacuum and then put something out there and then assume that that's okay. This ties in well with number one, that communication step, by the way, because mm-hmm. if you can communicate and work with them and understand, uh, you really excel as you you know build for this domain. So one of my tips just quickly for that is ask if you are in these positions, right, coding for these other teams, ask for the day off and then go and partner with someone, go and pair up with someone in that job uh, that you're supporting, that your tool or app or services are supporting, and go and spend the day with them, shadow them, sit there and understand what it's like to be them, to be the user, and uh, go from there. I think that's a it's a really important thing you can do and value. Yeah. No, this is a super valuable one. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. know, know the business. So if you're working for construction or if you're working mm-hmm. in the movie business, that will have a lot of influence on the code basis and how things are done. Right. So, um, yeah, if you know that business domain well, you will set yourself apart. Yep. Right. Seven and eight, kind of up your alley, but I think eight is you, you will do better. So I'll do seven. Well, one of my favorites as well, right? Share your work, teach others. Um, that's like a double, maybe even triple win, right? Because by mm. teaching others, it's something we wrote about it, right? On, on the blog as well. Uh, not only teachers teach, uh, developers should do the same, something like that, an article, right? Um, mm. Where we also discussed the, the format of teaching that it's okay to make mistakes, right? To show the raw process. We really adapt, uh, adopted that. 
but yeah, if you teach others, you just seek a way better understanding. Because how often have you did you think that you would grasp a Python concept or whatever, and then you had to explain it to somebody else, and you're like, actually, you weren't that sure. Yep. <laughs> but that's yep. constantly happening with teaching, right? Um, but also like sharing your work. Um, so apart from understanding it better, uh, you help others. Uh, people see that you have a proactive uh, approach, that you're active, um, that you have that mindset of helping others. Mm -hmm. And we think that goes a long way, right? And um, yeah, we often mention it, GitHub is the developer's resume. So all that teaching and getting your work out there leads to content, uh, which will enrich your profile, right? So yeah, again, multiple wins, better understanding, um, building up your portfolio, helping others. Um, yeah, cannot go wrong with that. And it's a skill to maintain as you get into the job, right? So uh, you want to make sure that you continue to train and skill up and share your knowledge with your peers, even as a junior, right? It doesn't matter what level you are, because that's a super valuable skill to companies these days. Mm -hmm. uh, they really want to have people in their teams that are willing to uh, have, again, growth mindset and share and teach and uh, really not just work in a silo. So Yeah, I didn't want to mention two examples of how that helped us uh, get on the radar. So mm -hmm. when I was um, interviewing for a dev job, uh, we just started Python, uh, PyBytes, the, the blog, right? And I had an interview question about a deck. Uh, and I could actually go to the blog and show an article about deck, right? <laughs> uh, which was allowed. I could just use anything, right? So... How cool is that? Like, I could not only answer the uh, interview question, but I could also show, like, hey, I wrote about this. So that, that of course, made a good impression. Yeah. And 100 Days of Code, right? That uh, got us on Talk Python's Raider and led to two courses we produced. And it was just us doing the 100 Days of Code um, challenge and just talk about it every day. And yep. we did that so consistently that we ended up with 100 scripts uh, with a very cool repo with a lot of stars. And yeah, then it becomes uh you, you get noticed right and uh, yeah so that that's invaluable for uh, especially for events starting out right or uh, you build up you, you you build up an asset and that takes time so starting out yeah. it's, it's just good to do that from day one and just be consistent mm, exactly yeah yeah angela um um cannot remember her surname uh book grit if you talk about uh, persistence is that, yeah is that duckworth Thank you. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I got you, buddy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> go. <Cool. laughs> nice. Okay. Well, look, this is the perfect segue into the last one, um, which is networking. So do a bit of networking every single week. Right. A, a perfect uh tip for this one is set a weekly reminder. Like just like you would to set a reminder to take the bins out or the garbage out every week, set a reminder to head on to LinkedIn or uh wherever. I don't set a reminder network. for that. Nice. For what the bins? Yeah, you don't. Okay. Oh, that's right. You, you, you <laughs> have the bins every single day. That's why you're always like, "Hey, I'm taking the, the garbage yet." Um, <laughs> Sorry, I derailed you. <laughs> what was I talking about? No. So with with the networking piece, um, when you're try especially as you're trying to break into the industry, right? It's really important to get your name out there. There's a million people uh, vying for positions, right? So. Who is going to get the position? The memorable person who reached out, made themselves valuable to the 
recruiter or the hiring manager or whatever, uh, the person who's been sharing their work as per your tip just now, Bob, the person who is out there and has some confidence in themselves and building and growing, that's the person that's going to be memorable and, you know, pip everyone else to the post as in yeah. you know, get the job before everyone else. So um, not when, when I say networking, I mean, reach out to people in companies that you're eager to work in, uh, reach out to people on the teams that you're eager to work on, uh, reach out to people who have connections in companies that you might be interested in and see if they're willing to hook you up, you know, yeah. uh, reach out to, to us, to your friends, to your uh, other family members, anyone who may have a contact and you would be so surprised the people that you will connect with uh, if you just have that confidence in yourself to have a conversation. Mm. Uh, I have connected from for PyWhites' um, benefit. I have connected with so many people that have been able to help us grow PyWhites and share things out and just overall be um, supportive to Bob and I. Um, I've been able to do that just through the most random conversations that mm. in a million years uh, what a quick example I'll give is just being out at a mate's birthday party in the middle of Sydney at a whiskey bar. Um, I connected with a guy that Bob and I ended up working with for like six to eight months, and he's now a really good friend and, and that sort of thing. So don't be afraid. Network every week. Uh, don't be afraid to talk about what you're interested in and ask people if they know anyone else. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was a contact in a former um, employer that actually helped me get a job here in Spain. So mm. it wasn't for that contact, uh, might not have stayed here, right? So it was very crucial uh, back then to to have that connection. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you would be surprised about the coincidences uh, that happen, right? And, uh, mm. yeah, and a nice quote as well from that book I was reading, How to Write. Um, very few people ever acquire jobs by sending around resumes. People get jobs by knowing yeah. someone, by sticking a foot in the door. By cornering someone by and selling themselves by hook or by crook. Publishing works the same way <laughs> for the same reason. There are too many people chasing too few slots. So that's, of course, in the context of a writer. Um, mm. But it's kind of general principle, right? Um, yeah. Networking can really speed up this whole process. Yeah. And just yeah. sending CVs around can be pretty inefficient also. Yeah. And I know one thing I'll add is I know there are people listening to this that would, you know, if you were to classify yourself as any trait, you might say that you're an introvert, right? Um, it is necessary to communicate with people at some point in your career. Mm -hmm. So there is an essence, I'll say, where you just have to kind of almost challenge yourself and reward yourself and say, look, I'm going to go do this for an hour. And in return, I'm going to spend three hours reading a book wrapped in a blanket with the heater on <laughs> in the corner and not see another human soul, right? So challenge yourself, reward yourself, because it is something you need to do. And um, it's, you know, super valuable. So Yeah, yeah like it or right. not, we're all in a business of, of selling our skills to a certain extent, right? Yeah. So that marketing part has to be there. So do you want to list off all eight before we wrap? Yeah, that's nice. Uh, let me do that. Um, one, communication is everything. Two, deliberate practice. Code every day and be resourceful. Adapt a growth mindset, number three. Number four, be a generalist. Niche down later. 
Five, focus on the compound movements. Uh, don't get distracted by shiny new objects. Six, know your business domain. Code does not live in a vacuum. Seven, share your work, teach others. And eight, do networking every single week. Nice. So Done. Uh, hope that helps. Yeah. I hope everyone finds that useful. That's our eight tips for um how to make High the perfect mode D. How to make the perfect uh meatloaf. What am I reading? <laughs> Wrong thing. Uh anyway, so Bob, before we wrap it up, I'm gonna ask you quickly. Um by the way, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed Yeah, this it. was this was this was nice. Yeah. Just so everyone knows we have as always, we have no script. We literally wrote the eight points down and then said, All right, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> At most we have an outline, a structure. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was good. Uh but I'm gonna ask you quickly. I know we this has been a bit of a longer episode uh, mm. because of the the eight tips. What are you reading? What books? Yeah, what? I thought I pivoted a little bit, um, putting you on the spot, but uh or surprise you. It's it's all unscripted, right? So I, I have the <laughs> the right to do so. So instead of my books, I was just going through the list and just making sure we have books for as much. So I mentioned range, but also for deliberate practice, I want to recommend Peak. Mm. Growth Mindset, I want to recommend Mindset by Carol Dweck. And not much else. Okay. But Business Domain, DDD, Domain Driven Design comes to mind. I've not finished that yet, but that seems a good book overall to keep it software. You're a walking library. I tell you, <laughs> he just knows this stuff. I don't. I don't know how he does it, but anyway. Well, I just want to give some books in the context of what we spoke about. Do we? Do we have one on networking? On networking, yeah. it's called um, "Just Go and Pick Up the Phone." That's the... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no, I don't have a book on networking. You know, what? why don't we write a book on networking? Deal. There you go. Let's do oh, it. No. Oh crap. Can we edit this out? No, we that, cannot. That's accountability. What have I done? <laughs> oh. All right. There you go. So the book is The Future Pie Bites book on networking. Networking yeah. the Pie Bites way. How about that? They'd yet to be announced. Yeah. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> um, uh, you, well, you had a specific book you wanted to share? No, 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 nothing specific. I'm, I mean, we only recorded the last podcast mm. a, few, a few days ago, so nothing's yeah. changed. I'm still reading that uh, Wizard of Earthsea book, uh, nice. three. Uh, what I did want to say though, in this in this moment, was uh, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has given feedback to us in some way, shape, or form on this podcast. Uh, that's also a win in a way, but uh, I. I it's just in like the past five days, I feel like things have exploded with feedback on this podcast. And we've had so many people make different comments and different forums to say that they've appreciated listening to us. Whether, I mean, you spoke with someone today, I think, Bob, where you said they were listening to us on a plane. You know, yeah. uh, I know people listen to us while walking the dog, while driving uh, to work every day. Some people listen to the podcast with their kids in the car. Um, it's just it's the best. swearing. Yeah, but that's why we don't swear. You beep. No, that's it. <laughs> will be too but, much editing. Okay, exactly. But it's yeah. honestly, it's such a pleasure, um, and it really means a lot when we hear that. Um, even I know AJ Kerrigan, who's a regular listener and um, a good friend of ours, even said that he appreciated um, 
the whole reading thing that I said I felt burnt out from the tech books. That was AJ, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, just checking. Uh, yeah, I want to call you. Call, I wanted to call you out of that as well. The fiction part. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really uh, so nice to read fiction, and it's another mm. kind of. You can still learn a lot, but it's kind of a more passive way, and to be wrapped up in a story is just amazing. So, yeah. So we got to write our networking book in a, as a fictional story. <laughs> Products coming to life. Okay. Uh, all right. Now we we, uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for all that feedback. Um, we have a lot of fun with this podcast, but we also uh, deeply care about uh, keeping it dense, um, providing a lot of content, always in the context of helping you as a Python developer, uh, always highlighting the mindset. Uh, yeah. So, but it's also yeah. It's a lot of work. So getting that feedback is really nice. And also hearing how it's helping you or what we could do better or um, add to the mix. That's that's mm. that will all make it better. So so keep that feedback coming. Highly appreciate it. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank thank you again, everyone. And also, I know we have some new listeners. Uh, Bob just got a wonderful bonjoro reply from someone who's just started listening. So thank you uh, and welcome to all of our new listeners as well um but that's it i'm done yapping i'm ready for a, a drink of water i finished yeah. my glass bob how is your glass of water <laughs> it's still on the table yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do um, we talk about next week oh don't put me on the spot i don't know what are we talking about next week i see know? how well so people see how well we are prepared <laughs> we'll see you next week <laughs> oh, we'll see we'll see all, all right. right beautiful that's been a Thanks, pleasure everyone. Thanks again. Shout out to uh, PyMoD for asking that question. Um, has led to a really nice discussion, which I think will help a lot of people. Beautiful. Right. Thanks, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next week. See you in the next one. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to pybyte slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.